get mantra and meditation mp3s at jasongallant.ca. I was just talking to a guy who I dragged up the logging road with me here. Uh, as, I, as I'm doing this video, I dragged him along for the ride. And a subject occurred to me to talk to you about. And that has to do with spiritual practice and your expectations around it. Now, most of us, especially in the beginning, when we start a spiritual practice, we have all of these expectations, all of these ideas of what is supposed to happen. And something that was frustrating to me in the beginning was that I would learn some sort of spiritual practice or technique from some teacher or some guru. And they would say something really annoying. They would say, I'm going to be purposely ambiguous about what your results will be from this practice. And of course, that would sound like a cop-out. I'm like, oh, okay, well, yeah, maybe this, this practice is crap. Maybe there's something about this that is... Uh, false. Maybe this practice is just something this person made up, right? And maybe it has no results at all, but they're just trying to uh, trick me into doing something. But the truth is, is that the reason why this person would say that they're going to be ambiguous about what to expect is that they were helping me receive what is instead of what I expect. And what I mean by this is that when the mind expects something, it projects a filter upon the moment and therefore diminishes awareness. Meaning you're only looking, kind of like looking through a microscope. You will see the things under the microscope, but you'll miss the entire room that the microscope is in. So when you embark upon a spiritual practice, such as a mantra practice or breathing practice, it is the practice of surrendering expectations so that way you can truly perceive what is happening. Who you are, truly. What is the nature of the ego? And you will see that the more open you are, the more expanded that your awareness is, that the more things about the practice will be presented to you. Most unexpected things. I've learned from chanting certain mantras that many things happened that were not ever outlined or explained to me. Things that make sense in hindsight, but they were things that I never expected. So the mistake a lot of people make is that they will chant a certain mantra for a specific issue, and they will be so hyper fixated on that one issue that they will ignore all of the benefits and all of the results that are happening in so many other areas of their life and in how they are experiencing their life.
And in some cases, they surrender the practice altogether because they're too hyperfixated on that one issue. But see, all fixation comes from the mind. And mantra is to free from the mind, and so is spiritual practice. Spiritual practice is to free you, is meant to free you from the limitations of the mind, so that way the mind becomes your tool and not your prison. So if expectation is a part of the mind, wouldn't it make sense that you have to surrender that too at some point, right? So often in spiritual practice, the greatest gifts are given to us. But we're so busy looking at one particular aspect of life that we miss the gift entirely. So just surrender expectation and receive the gift that was meant to be given to you. And realize that there is a divine timing in all of this stuff and there is a very real reason why you are given certain gifts at certain times and possibly denied others at other times. I have been, I've been denied good weather today. But perhaps this fog is bringing in some immense wisdom that you can benefit from. <laughs> because I know the wisdom's not coming from me. Right? So use your spiritual practice as a discovery process. instead of an expectation process. And through this, you will ensure that you are receptive to what is being given to you. Most often, what you are needing is being given in any one moment. And it's your ability to receive it that is the weak link in the entire process. So receptivity is a form of humility. So often people who are stuck in the ego will not receive anything because the ego perceives receptivity as weakness. 
receiving is weakness to the ego. But receiving is truth to the heart. The heart is receptive. It receives and gives freely. It doesn't have ideas about that. So you must also receive the fruits of your spiritual practice. Sometimes, if you're lucky, a guru will test this in you. Test your receptivity. In some traditions, if a guru feeds you food, this is a divine blessing. Sometimes a guru will offer you help. And then other times a guru will say that he or she needs help. What they're working on is that movement of the heart, of you receiving blessings, but also giving of yourself. Because the heart is this open doorway. It's only the ego that shuts that down. So this is another form of discarding the expectations of the ego. So I highly recommend you try this in your spiritual practice. Not only will this bring more light to everything you're doing, but it will assist you in realizing the truth of what is happening instead of what you expect to happen. So I hope this helps you on your spiritual journey. Take care for now. Are you interested in working with a spiritual teacher in a formal setting? Well, perhaps the Wisdom Life School is for you. If you're interested in checking out what the Wisdom Life School is all about, just go to aratima.com.